Hey everyone, welcome to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm so, so, so happy that you're listening to this podcast. If you have not already, make sure you listen to the previous episodes and stay tuned every Wednesday where I post new episodes. I started this podcast to relate to other teenage girls with the different struggles that we may face and how we can look to God in order to overcome them. So every other Wednesday, I have a guest on and we take a look at a different struggle that teenage girls face and how God helps us overcome it all. Then on the other Wednesdays, I'll be doing a deep dive into the book of James where we can really just study scripture together. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast and hope you have an amazing week. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. Um, it's been a while. I had an amazing summer. Um, I was at camp all summer and I was just able to grow as a person and grow in my faith and it was probably the best summer I'd ever had. Um, at camp was so amazing just being able to share the gospel with these kids and where I live there are a lot of kids who are from very rough backgrounds um, very poor and um, lots of drug like drug users like parents that will use drugs parents that are alcoholics parents that didn't mean to become pregnant and um or like they became pregnant at a young age and so they kind of like neglect their kids and that became very evident in working at this camp that these kids just need love and I was so happy that um, God called me to be there and I was able just to show them love. So at the camp that I was at, I was integration. So I would like hang out with the kids who need some one-on-one time, um, who might be prone to throwing temper tantrums or who have different um, mental disabilities that I can just give them the extra attention that they need. And um, it was so life-changing because I look at my life and I'm like, wow, I come from an amazing family that love me and that support me and everything. And yes, I do have my struggles. I have like um, mental health problems. I have health problems, but I also have God who has helped me through so much. And just thinking about some of these kids who don't know God and everything that I have to deal with, it was like a real eye opener. And I enjoyed the job so much. I think that one of my spiritual gifts is the gift of like empathy and and just really kind of understanding in a sense what people are going through and then understanding that they're going through this so they need extra love or extra attention or just someone who can be consistent for them and I just found that the job was so easy it was so fun the summer flew by like probably the fastest summer ever and I want to do it again next summer I don't think it's something that I could do 24 7 because I did find it like mentally and spiritually and emotionally draining so by the end of the six weeks I was um I needed my rest that's for sure but it was such an amazing opportunity um like I would suggest everyone go to summer camp, volunteer, work at a summer camp because you just grow so much you're around all these Christians all the time which I really enjoyed and and most of the Christians were like two years younger than me. I'm on the older side of the people working at camp but when you're at camp it's just like this huge family so you don't really notice the age gap and and everyone is 
is strong in their faith um, and is growing continually. And so it was just so encouraging to have those conversations with um, the different counselors that I was with and, and just knowing that when you're asking for advice, it's all going to be biblical advice and everyone's uplifting you spiritually as well. And, and it was such an amazing time, which transitioning to my now gap year is a big change because now I'm alone. I live in a very small town where there's no university. The closest university is an hour and a half away. So when kids are done high school, they go to university. So there's no kids my age anymore. So I have no friends. And so it's been this huge shocker. Like at my church, I go to a very small church. The next youngest person, um, like the closest to my age besides my siblings, is my mom. Um, so it's been kind of like a spiritual valley in a sense that I have to really, really, really work to like grow in my faith. I need to make sure, okay, I'm reading my Bible every single day. I need to make sure I'm reaching out to people when I can. And I need to make sure that I'm just like being open to however God is choosing to speak to me um, because I'm not necessarily um, around the youth that are uplifting me in my faith. So I need to make sure that I am doing like still keeping in contact with people from camp, but also like in my own power, kind of like uplifting or like making sure that I'm staying, like reading the Bible and like looking to God for encouragement. And anyway, it's been an adjustment going from someplace where you're constantly being like taught from the Bible, like having devos every single day, twice a day, most days, um, and like constantly having like worship nights and different stuff like that to then um, only really going to church on Sunday because we don't have a college careers or youth group where I'm from. Um, so that's been an adjustment, but I am trusting God in everything. And I am excited to see how this year unfolds. So in February... I was talking about God's will, and I think that that's something that I've been so fascinated with in the past year is God's will. What is God's will? And so as a kid, um, God's will was kind of like the be-all, end-all. And you grow up, like, praying everything God's will, like, everything you do, make sure it's in God's will. Like, hearing these verses, God's will, God's will, God's will, which is accurate. You should be doing everything according to God's will. But I almost like idolized God's will and made it this huge thing where it's like, I need to do everything according to God's will, but what is God's will? Which was really hard and um, for me when I had to decide what university to go to because everyone's like, pray about it and see what God's will is. And so I was praying about it, but I wasn't getting this like answer that I, I wanted. Like it wasn't like the clouds said this certain university that I was supposed to go to, or I had like a dream being like, you need to go to this university. Like that just wasn't happening. And so I was like, oh no, how am I supposed to know what God's will is? And it gave me a lot of anxiety. I was super scared. I was trying to decide what program I should go to school for because I'd always wanted to be an interior designer. So I was going to go to school for interior design and I had it between uh, a university and a college that I wanted to go to for interior design, but then I had a few people come up to me being like, hmm, I think you should go to school for music. And so then I was like, God, like, what should I do? Should I go to school for interior design or for music? If I go for interior design, what school should I go to? If I go for music, what school should I go to? And I 
was so scared that whatever I picked wasn't going to be according to God's will because I had this idea that like God's will was the end all be all and you had to be in God's will at all times, which you do want to be according to God's will. Anyway, I had this conference um, for like a camp retreat and they had this form that you filled out like what would you like to talk about and I put down God's will because I was so confused. I was so like had so so much anxiety about going to school because I didn't know where to go to and so I was so so thankful that that was one of the topics that they decided to talk on and so we went to small groups and it was definitely a god thing that I ended up with the speaker who I ended up with because we were really able just to sit and talk about God's will and he didn't give like a really long sermon being like this is what you need to know about God's will but we just sat and we talked and he would ask questions and we would answer it and it was so cool to hear other people's opinions on like the subject and it wasn't just this pastor like preaching to you but it was us getting to like chew things around and and just some food for thought and it and it really spoke to me because he said like God's will isn't always going to be God telling you exactly what you do need to do at every single time it's like when you breathe like you need to breathe to survive but it's not God telling you inhale exhale inhale exhale like you God's not saying okay turn right turn left turn right like take a step now take a step now like no that God's not doing that And so sometimes in God's will, God's not going to always tell us exactly what to do. But sometimes we need to take that leap of faith. We need to take that next step. And so if what you're doing is honoring to God and you praying about it, then sometimes you just need to take that step in whatever direction you're going. And if that's not according to God's will, then he will close the door or he will like take you through this like little rabbit hole. But in everything that you're doing, do it honoring to God, praying about it, making sure everything is um, glorifying God. But sometimes it's not always going to be this like manual on where to go, what to do at every single time. But sometimes it's you being like, okay, God, I have these two options. In each option, I can see how I can glorify you and how I can honor you in music. I'd be writing music about you uh, for you. I'd be able to reach out to like the world if my music became popular or whatever but in interior design I can also just let your love and light shine through me and my clients might be like hey I noticed that there's something different about you and I can I can witness to my clients or I can witness to my listeners from my music like either way I'm living my life for God so whatever I'm doing is according to God's will and I'm taking that step and then um, like sometimes that's what you need to do. You need to take that leap. You need to take that step. And then, um, God will meet you there and God will help you there and God will use you there. No matter where you are, God can use you. It's not like, okay, I'm going to this one college. And then if I go here, then this and this and this and this and this is going to happen for God. But if I go here, God can't use me because God can use you in any way. So I'm not actually talking about God's will. That was just like a really long, which was supposed to be brief, um, kind of summary of God's will. But today I want to be talking about when God's will is different from your own will, from your life, and just accepting that. So recently, I've had to make some major decisions about school, where I'm going to go to, what program I'm going to go to, and 
all that lovely stuff. And so I decided that I would take a few leaps of faith. So I can't remember if I shared the story before, but if I did, you got to hear it again. And if you're new, then this is your first time hearing the story. But I was, I didn't know what to do for school. And so then I finally decided I'm going to go for music. And in and, and going for music, I wanted to pick a Christian university because the music I wanted to go for was songwriting. And when you're doing something like songwriting, it's really like, you make yourself vulnerable and you're writing from like your heart. And so for me, I wanted to go the Christian route, like Christian music. And I knew that that wouldn't be as accepted in the uh, like secular schools. And I knew that it would be promoted in the Christian schools. And also just like going out on my own, like finding like what my faith is aside from like what my parents' faith is, I wanted to go to a Christian university just so I could be, continue being encouraged in my faith. And um, so that was just the conviction I had because I was going into something songwriting. I wanted to go to a Christian university. And so there were a few options and I had narrowed it down to two universities. One was in Canada and one was in America. And, and so Around this time, I had started having pseudo seizures, which was a little bit of a setback because now my decision for university had to do with how I was feeling health wise. And so I was like, okay, if I have a pseudo seizure in America and someone were to call the ambulance, that'd be expensive. I'm far away from home and I don't know how I'm going to be in the fall. So I was like, okay. I'm going to go to the Canadian university. That's just what makes sense. It wasn't necessarily the program that I wanted to go into. The American school had the exact program I wanted to go to. But I'm like, it's close enough. Um, there are more opportunity for jobs. I'll go to the Canadian one. It makes more sense. And I was almost limiting God in a way, but like not intentionally limiting him, but like subconsciously limiting him and then convincing myself that this was the right choice. So... Um, I decided to go to the Canadian University. I had gotten accepted. It was all great. I had even been accepted for a scholarship um, competition where I had the chance to have free tuition for the year. And so I was praying and praying and praying and I kind of made an ultimative and I wouldn't recommend this, but I did. And I said, Lord, if I win this competition, then I know that I'm supposed to go to the school. But Lord, if I don't win this competition, then I'm going to go to the American school. And I had forgotten about this ultimative. But anyway, I ended up not winning the competition. And then I ended up um, not getting into the school anymore. So, like, I got into the school. But, like, when I put it in my audition for the music, then they were like, no. Which kind of sucked. But that was my answer. That was God closing the door. And I was confused because I was like, God, I, th I thought that this was where you were calling me to go. Um, because it's what makes sense. Like, I have pseudo seizures. I can't go to America. That's my only other option of, like, the schools that I want to go to. Like, what is going on? This is crazy. And I was confused and I was hurt. And um, it, like, was not according to God's or my plan. And, and so I had to realize, okay, this is God closing a door. You've been praying and praying and praying where to go to, and you've been wanting to do things in God's will, and you took that leap of faith, and you started to go to the school, but God closed that door. And so I needed to learn to accept that. And 
then when I found out that I was going to go to the American school now, I was seeing how I always kind of felt called to go to that school. But because the Canadian one made more sense, then I settled for that school. And it was so cool, like how God really confirmed that I was supposed to go to the American school after that. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm going to the American school. I still am have like really bad health like at this time I'm having pseudo seizures 20 30 times a day they're lasting five minutes I can barely go to school I'm going maybe like once or twice a week um and then trying to do the rest of school at home I don't have a social life because school like all I have energy to do is school and I'm not trying to make this all about my health I'm just trying to give a little bit of background to what's kind of going on in my life at this point um so I was really scared I'm like well I'm going to an American university that's really far away from home. I'm pretty sure it's like 10 hours away from my home. Um, I can't really like have easy access to my parents. There's like not free healthcare. And I was like, but I knew that in the 11th hour, if God wanted to heal me, he would. And with the whole Canadian school closing, it just gave me more faith in like who God is and like what he can do and how I had been limiting him, but I shouldn't be limiting God because he can do so much more than I can ever imagine. And what's really been clinging to me this year is that God is the same God that he always has been. And if in the olden days he was able to raise people from the dead, he was able to heal them from leprosy, he was able to make the blind see again, he was able to make the deaf hear again, like he was able to split the Red Sea and just like different things like that, he is able to heal me as well. And so... Right now, he's choosing not to heal me, and that's 100% fine. But I kind of had this faith that, like, God would heal me in the 11th hour, if not before, if he was calling me to go to the American school. And so I kind of made a, a thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to be working at a, a summer camp, and that's kind of going to be my trial. Because at home, I wasn't really active because I wasn't really able to leave the house because of my health. But I decided to go to camp and God really helped me at camp with my health and everything. I, I'm so grateful for that. But close to school time, my opa had a heart attack and we had to go in and say our final goodbyes. And that caused a lot of stress in my life. Thank goodness. Um, God decided to heal him even though like medically, like it did not look like he was dead. But God decided to heal him, and I'm so grateful for that. But then also the stress of school, it just made my pseudo-seizures come on even stronger. And I just felt like God was kind of putting a pause on school. And I was so confused because I'm like, God, I am Amy Boyd. I am someone who loves to be active all the time. I'm someone that hates being stuck at home. I'm someone that hates lounging around all day, and right now I can't work like at a like a nine to five job that I need to have um, specific hours and running around all day. So I won't be able to work all year. I wouldn't have anything to do. Like you realize that you're like, I can't just do nothing all day. And I was so confused why God was closing that door because university was something that I've been so excited for since I was 13. I was so ready to go to university. I was so ready to um go to a bigger place than just a small little town I was so ready to make new friends and just be so encouraged in my faith go to a new church that has a big like youth population and 
just really work on my music and and everything and I was so confused as to why God was closing the door but I think that in all these closings of doors I've learned that sometimes like God's will is going to be different from my own and I was so focused on what I thought was God's will but it was actually my own will and so my mom set me down and she's like Amy like maybe this is God wanting you where you have nothing like where you just have to grasp onto him and cling to him and he was going to teach you something amazing and I'm really grateful for what my mom said because I think that's so true like my parents this year don't want me to get too busy they want me just to focus on my health and getting better and just like growing in my faith and so I am not looking forward to being not having a lot to do but like my friend she had to have a gap year last year that she wasn't expecting and she said that she grew so much in her faith and God used that gap year so much for her and so she's just encouraging me that God will do the same for me. So Amy still wasn't accepting the fact that God kind of doesn't want me to be doing anything this year just yet. And so I was like, okay, there is a program, music, and um, it's only two hours away from my house at Muskoka. Like, I can do this. Um, it's like a YWAM, it's a Christian thing, it's close to home, so I can have easy access to my parents. Um, but then God closed that door as well, they weren't running it this fall. And so, now I'm realizing, okay, I had a will for my life where I was busy, where I was growing in my faith. But I don't have to be busy to grow my faith, I don't have to be busy to grow as a person. I can be growing my faith, I can heal, and I can grow as a person when I don't have a lot to do and so right now I feel like that's what God's calling me to do of course I don't want to be going into depression and stuff because I'm in my room all the time so we're working on like seeing where I can volunteer seeing if there is a place where I can find a job um going to see therapists and stuff um but I'm also making sure that every single day I'm really digging into God's word because now I don't have that excuse like I don't have time no I have so much time like so much time it scares me so much time I hate it but I can be using that time for good. And so what I was trying to do by telling my story is just explain that sometimes our will is different from God's will and that we really need to be listening to God and what his will is. And yes, sometimes we need to take that leap of faith. But if God's closing doors, we also need to listen to the closing doors and not try to force it. And um, God will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you. Like he's going to be with me as much like being here at home than he would be at the school you know like just because I'm at home doesn't mean that my whole life has to be on pause it just means that this is where I'm called to be right now and I think that wherever you are just making sure that you're honoring God you're glorifying God and that um you're doing everything for God you know because it's like we don't need to do stuff for the Lord in order to gain his approval but God made us and he loves us and so we want to serve him and do everything for him if that makes sense. And maybe wherever you are, God's not going to use you necessarily just for you. Maybe he's going to use you to help other people in your life as well. I was reading in Acts and I just wanted to share something with you. Um, 
All right. So Paul stayed in Corinth for some time. Then he left the brother and sister and sailed to Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before he sailed, he had his hair cut off because of the vow he had taken. Then they arrived in Ephesus, where Paul left Priscilla and Aquila. He himself went to the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. They asked him to spend more time with them, and he declined. But he left. He promised, I will come back if it's God's will. And then he set sail from Ephesus. And so what I just found cool there is like, Paul had been going to all these different cities where no one was accepting him or like what he had to say. No one was accepting the gospel or, well, some people were, but it, he wasn't getting a good response. A lot of people wanted to kill him. And now finally he was at this place where people were accepting him and were like, please stay. But that wasn't God's will. And so he's like, I'm going to go, and but I'll come back if it's God's will. But sometimes we, when things look like they're going good for us, we want to stay there and we want to be where life is easy and where life is good. But if it's not God's will, we need to leave and we need to listen to God and stuff. So I just found that really cool because even though like it makes sense, like Paul, stay there. Those people are listening to you. Those people aren't trying to kill you. Like, that's so amazing. That's what you wanted, but that's not where God wanted him. And you never, and God would have like used him for so much more in the other places than he would have in Ephesus. And so I would say that God's will is not always going to be your will, but we need to be listening to God's will. We need to be listening to those closing doors and just accepting God's will. And sometimes it'll be hard because sometimes you'll look at the pros and cons and be like, my will looks so much better than God's is. But just know that God's will is going to be so beneficial to you, whether if it's in your own growth or if, or if it's helping others. But like God's will is always best because God made you and he loves you so much. Like he's not going to put you through trials for like no reason. Like you'll learn from it. He's not going to make you go through pain and stuff just for the fun of it like no he loves you and and he has a plan for you and your life and will use you in so many more ways than you could ever imagine when you're according to God's will and when you accept it too like I think there's one thing like being according to God's will and there's another thing to accept it and live according to God's will where you're not like okay, God called me to be here, but I don't want to be here. So then you have like a bad attitude about it, but being like, okay, I kind of want to be here, but God's calling me to be here. And so I'm going to make the most of it where I am. So I feel like that's been more of a story time, but I hope that maybe you can take something from this episode and just apply it to your life and just know that God loves you so, so so much and he always wants what's best for you thank you so so much for listening to this episode of the dear teenage girl podcast and make sure you stay tuned every single wednesday for more episodes to come also check out our instagram at dear teenage girl and feel free to dm me anytime you have any questions or any suggestions for upcoming topics i hope you all have a great week and remember that jesus loves you (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.